Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and community. We pay our respects to them and their cultures and to elders both past and present. Let's go to the chase. We know social media. And we're here to answer your questions about it. Think of us as your social media dolly doctor, your go-to gals, your secret weapon. Let's get to it. Hello, we are Social Cut and this is our podcast where we answer your social media questions. We help small businesses and the digitally curious people tackle social media challenges. I'm Paula, I'm the account manager here and I'm here with Bridget, our copywriter and Ella, our founder. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Sorry. I'm here. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> do, would you rather not be? You can go. It's I, okay. No, no. I definitely do want to be here. I'm just, I was just thinking about wine. So. Oh, okay. That's fair. My bad. We were talking, we were just, just off air. We were talking about does sangria count as cooking? My answer is yes, it does. Yes. It does. It definitely does. It's a fun cool. fruit salad. It is. It is a fun fruit salad, but I would argue that is not cooking. Heck off, Paula. <laughs> Get sucked. Yeah, <laughs> mate, heck off. Well, look, I think that mulled wine is the same as cooking. I mean, it's in a pot, it's on the stove, That's not you've tangrier. added spices. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> mulled, but mulled wine is like cooked sangria. I mean, like, she's not wrong. Fight no, me in the comment section, so bro. So much more effort. She's not wrong, though. But I think sangria is cooking. It's compiling a, a liquid fruit salad. Yes. Yeah. Which is cooking. You, you're Wait. wrong. Accept it. Move on. Thank <laughs> you. Well, like, Let's keep going. Okay. Um, what's the weirdest slash best thing you've seen on the internet this week? I actually forgot about the internet. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Works in social media. Oh, God. The internet. Oh, the internet. Um, what have I seen on the internet? I have seen... What dog memes have you seen recently? Oof. Yeah. Lots of, lots of doggo memes. Um, good, good I've seen memes. I've seen a lot of people getting pandemic puppies, which is pretty cool. Sorry, what? Pandemic puppies. Because they're all home. They're home to train their puppies. So a lot of people are getting dogs right now. Oh, my God. So like hashtag pandemic pup. Yes. Yes, <gasps> genuinely yes. That's a thing. Oh my god, amazing! Wait, RSC, RSCQ, RSPCA are doing like adopt a pet because their volunteers can't come in. So <gasps> like adopt a pet during COVID. Oh what? my god! Maybe I should do that. You should. Yeah. I want a dog. You so should bad. go adopt a doggy, should. a little pupper boy, a little a pupper. What's so your property manager going to do? Like they're not going to find out. They'd have to come into your home to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even. I don't even know. I don't even know who our property manager is. They don't. They don't talk to me very much. It's fine. Anyway, let's continue. What have you guys seen on the internet? I mean, you saw RSPCA. What about you? Um, What have I seen on the internet? Um, I can sing. (laughs) Um, I've seen a lot of... (laughs) Like, dancing in people's living rooms um, and stuff like that. So that, like, 
it's uh, they're doing like journals of like work from home stuff, yeah. like much like Ella has been doing, except they're still in their living rooms. Um, yeah, me working <laughs> from home hasn't really worked. For me. No, how many days have you worked from home and then one. actually worked from home? One. One. Uno. Out of three, one. Well, I mean, you've stayed in the same, like, suburb. Oh, yeah. I don't leave my bubble anyway, so I'm pretty quarantined regardless. Mm. Like, sorry, guys. Um, for those who are listening, I live in the valley, work in the valley, and I do not leave the valley. So if you see me outside of this suburb... She's been a, kidnapped. Yeah, it's not there's, her. There's, it's, there's something wrong. Mm. <laughs> something <laughs> much is... wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is something that's gone awry. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you, did you guys see that meme that's, like, actual live footage of me at the grocery store right now? And it's just, like, there's one woman with a trolley full of wine that's not me i don't have wine at home you just have it at the office yeah mm-hmm. actually i do have a case of wine at home but i'm not drinking it. it's too expensive really dumb move for me anyway let's um continue with our actual yeah. conversation okay so let's get into it what is the question that we have today so the question that we've been sent in is i can't afford to run any ads so i really need to leverage my organic content as much as possible do you have any tips around growth hacking and copywriting which really converts? Okay, growth hacking. Thoughts, feelings. Time spent in the account and engagement. Mm. Instagram. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know if there's such thing as like growth hacking. I think it's just like putting the time into the account. Um, we have an office. Is it an office sweepstakes? It's bingo. Instagram yeah. bingo. There's only one winner, um, but it's, that's our growth hacking, so... Yeah. Feel free to explain. Um, yeah, okay. So Instagram is something that we do in the office to make sure that we are hitting each and every one of our engagement strategy targets. Areas? Yeah, Matrix, targets. Yeah. Um, so that means that we spend a certain amount of time in the accounts each day. We do a certain number of comments each week. We engage with other accounts. We engage with um, certain hashtags. Am I forgetting anything? I'm forgetting something. Story. Bridget's our Instagram champion, so I go am. ahead, Bridget. I am. Um, so increasing your non-follower reach each post by I think it's like three percent each yeah. month. Um, you got to improve improve upon not only your follower growth but the follower growth the previous month overall. So it could be yeah. like four percent, but it really ends up being like eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, changing up your locations, changing up your hashtags, make sure you're doing a lot of interactions. So liking, commenting. We have one that we've put in, like you must have one organic discussion. You just can't put bland comments. You have to talk to people. I still don't appreciate that. <laughs> I don't like talking to people. Not even on the internet. Nope. Especially not on the internet. Um, oh, Story Reacts. That was the one story that I was forgetting. As well. Yeah. Yeah. So the story react one, like obviously you can just reply to stories, but we'll swipe up. Emoji. Yeah. It's just a little easier to react. Um, so those are a few metrics we actually track in our office. And oh, so basically low key Instagram is you win a bottle of gin and a mixer and some dehydrated oranges. Yes. It's um, a good time. So basically I, yeah, we, we motivate through alcohol or if people want non-alcoholic alcohol, they can have that too. But yeah, that's basically mm-hmm. how we do our growth hacking each month. We keep we make it fun. We gamify it, and that's a big thing I find on social media is try and gamify what you can, make it easier, make it more fun, because mm. um, it can get a little bit tedious. That's true. Like when you're spending ages, and I suppose to a certain extent, there's no getting around the fact that you need to spend time in the account. Like yeah. it, there's just no getting out of that. Um, 
especially now that Instagram has cracked down on bot usage as well. So yeah. don't. Yeah, so true. Do not. <clears throat> don't get a bot. Don't. Don't, don't do, do it. it. So um, bot, bot usage actually used to be pretty okay, like in a weird way. Like it was something that was a bit of an unsung, not spoken about thing. I definitely don't think that it was used correctly for a lot of businesses, but in a way it could have been used well. Like if it was just a like post for a certain hashtag, for example, it just takes a lot of the human time out of it yeah a lot um, of the but it became very paper. very spammy and instagram's really cracked down on it to the point where it like reduces your reach in your account and it can potentially even lock you out of posting so not great not great it's not what you need not no, at all no no no, no. but um in terms of copywriting and stuff what are your top tips for copy that converts bridget yeah for me um i think copywriting 101 like the first thing would be keeping it simple breaking it down like even if that's writing something then rereading it and working out which way can I make this shorter and Mm -hmm. easier to communicate I think Mm -hmm. the general thing we've put in workshops before is like grade nine level yeah readability understanding and readability because that way you can sort of get across to most people Mm -hmm. um just being authentic is a big one not coming off as spammy you know if you're doing a call to action which is your get in touch or you know head over to our website making that authentic putting in a point of pain adding value in your copy to your clients and then adding your call to action at the end naturally so people don't feel like they're being sold to constantly like they feel Mm. like they actually have a reason to be engaging with your account and still following you and when it comes to writing copy be your own litmus test. I know sometimes, you know, go back, reread it. Would I want this in my feed? Would I engage with this brand or would I actively go and kind of unfollow them if I read yeah. that? Mm. Be your own litmus test. If you wouldn't want to see it in your own feed, then don't put it in someone else's. Yeah. Yeah, or your own. <clears throat> yeah, very true. Yeah. I guess um, the other thing that we sort of spoke about um, was moving your call to action to the front of yeah. your, well, not really call to action, but like your, what you want to get across to the front of your message. Mm. So the most important part of information, um, I think it's called front loading is yeah. the official term. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. So like you put all the most important information at the beginning. Um, they actually spoke about it on this webinar that Bridget and I watched mm. the other day about Facebook ad content and how one of the linear arcs that you can choose to do is like front loading and putting all the information that people need at the very beginning and then making it pure entertainment from there. Yeah. So instead of doing, oh no, the school's roof is caving in, we're having a sausage sizzle this Saturday, we're having a sausage sizzle come along because it'll help raise money for this, that and the other thing. Yeah. I mean, in a way, it's kind of like... It's a little bit like writing an email, right? Like when you send an email to someone, yes, you want to say, hey, how are you? But you also want to make sure that the most important information is at the top because like we're all very busy. We all want to make sure that we have the bulk of what we need to know at the very beginning, front and center. Yeah. So it's, it's really about keeping it simple. And I, I guess just to, I, a little bit more elaborate on what Bridget was saying, like it's like, for example, if it's having a sausage to come along, it's like, it's at 5 p.m. This is where it is come along because this happened yeah. not mm. necessarily just oh no this happened and mm. now we're doing this as a yeah. follow-up because people I guess the thing is well with Instagram not even Instagram social media in general people would have a very very short attention span so yeah. if you copy a lot of the time like for certain industries it works for a long caption but generally yeah. if you're copy if you have to click read more to read the whole thing and get the whole like 
um, jest. That's what I'm looking for. Jest mm. that what you're saying, a lot of people won't. Mm. Um, so trying to, if you're going to have a longer caption, have something at the front that really captures attention and then yeah. go down. Mm. But otherwise, get your main messaging up at the front. I mean, and we, we do that for social yeah. cut. Like we, we actually quite often do <laughs> share long captions, which yeah. is... Kind of bizarre considering we always say shorten it, shorten it, shorten it. Yeah. But based on the sort of stuff we share on social cart, like we do often have to yeah. have long yeah. captions. But it's an industry but where people are more interested in learning. Exactly. And the thing is, is when we do that, we straight away call out what we're actually talking about at the very, mm. very front. So we'll yeah. say like, you know, creativity 101 or mm. like social media update. Like we'll straight away talk about what it is before even diving into it. So people don't have to read it if they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, back to our question. Mm, okay, let me read it again. I can't afford to run any ads, so I need to really leverage my organic content as much as possible. Do you have any tips around growth hacking and copywriting, which really converts? Hashtags are important. I know that we've talked about that in, in our last episode, a previous yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, so go back and listen to that because hashtags are a really good way to expand your organic reach. Mm. Um, we've talked about spending time in the account. Um, we've talked about what kind of copy... Um, I think I think one thing as well is like be aware of what you're posting and so this is like obviously across any social media channel um, if it's crap don't post it yeah like but it also doesn't nothing, have to be perfect that's it so yeah. so two things one if it's <laughs> don't spend an hour writing a caption it's a real waste of time because people they will see a post but like it's only going to really be in their Instagram feed for like three seconds or something like that like it's probably less to be honest with you um, if they're interested they will read it if they're not they'll scroll past but Considering it's an organic post, like you'll be having the opportunity to re-engage, re-engage, re-engage that audience. Mm -hmm. So one post doesn't, like you don't need to, if it's a matter of, am I saying that or that is, like just don't. Don't need to agonise over it. Write it, reread it, pop it through Grammarly, maybe read it once more, off you go. Mm. Yeah. Um, So that's that's the one thing. Um, The next thing I guess as well is, don't feel the pressure to post daily. Um, I know that people say yeah. you have to post every single day. And, like, if you do have the content, please, like, go for it. It certainly helps. But if you are struggling to find or create enough content to share, please just cut your post back. Yeah. Like, there's no Make point sharing easy. crap. And, and that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, genuinely, like, if you're like, oh, I feel like this is a filler post, then get rid of it. Mm. Like, there's no reason. You don't need it. It's not mm. needing to be there. If you do feel that like you need to share content daily, like, jump on your stories yeah stories are an ever-growing place that people like and it's more engaging people yeah. feel more connection there you've got more opportunity to engage with you know polls quizzes all these sorts of things like the questions and questions stories are a really good and simple way to engage and grow your audience yeah definitely Absolutely. i think there's also um I was reading something, I think it was like a Psychology Today article, and it was saying that we feel familiar and we experience a level of trust with faces that we see often. So even though we yeah. may not necessarily know those people, we have a certain level of trust and familiarity and we feel like we know them if we see that face a lot. So news presenters, famous actors and stuff, um, people who we constantly see on stories. So that as a brand is something that you can leverage if people always want to know about the people behind the brand yeah yeah what else can we what else can we say about this um because i mean we've talked content. about yeah content okay look this could probably be an episode in and of itself in terms of yeah. what kind of content to share but what what do you think is the most engaging bridget it depends on the industry i think big ones that always get pretty good engagement overall are showing the faces behind the brands and letting people really engage with the people behind the company uh 
I like light and bright. Light and bright. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Actual content wise, light and bright. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know that it, (laughs) weirdly, this is a very strange thing, but when running AB testing for ads, generally speaking, the dark images work better. So, like, black and gold works better than white and blue, for example. Um, which is very weird, but mm. as far as organic content, so in in feed on your Instagram or Facebook or you know, wherever you're sharing stuff, um, light and bright is really going to get more engagement. Yeah. yeah, I find that I'm a big believer that sharing videos as much as possible on stories is mm. the way to go. Yeah, when it comes to videos in feed on Instagram, I I'm, don't worry about it too much. Yeah, look, I'm a bit on the fence about it. It really depends on what you're talking about. And it's interesting because I know there's a bit of a rumor around um I guess Instagram favoring video content over photo content, but uh, it's not really true. It really just shows video content yeah. to people that prefer video content. And it shows mm. image content to people who prefer image content. Like that's how the algorithm works for that. So I really wouldn't stress too much about, oh, I heard that the in- algorithm prefers video. Like obviously Instagram and Facebook want to make the experience most engaging for their users. And so there are people that genuinely prefer to watch videos. Um, but if you're not that kind of person that you don't want to share video, you don't have to. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. And I think that I think that Instagram has kind of removed a certain level of that um, with the fact that they've moved Instagram TV to an entirely separate app. I think that there's even less reason to believe that there is a favoring of video over static image content. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, what do we reckon about carousel posts? Mm. In ads, yeah. In like actual just regular organic feed posts, I'm not a fan. Yeah, unless there's a specific reason. Yeah. Like um, a before and after, like a property thing, like um, do you reckon progress? I would do a progress video as opposed to like a progress carousel thing. Yeah. Um, so it really, really depends. But I'd say that make sure that the story that you want to convey with your content is put in the best medium possible. Yeah. So if it's um, like a transformation, then maybe a carousel of two images is the best. So a before and after for makeup, for hair, for um, a room, for a building site, maybe that's the best one. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to like a static image, you can tell so many stories with that. Yeah, mm. yeah, totally. Mm. Um, I can't think of anything else. Can you guys think of anything else? Any tips or tricks we could give? Uh, look, just as far as growth hacking goes, it's really about engaging, outreaching. So it's about looking for similar accounts. It's about mm. um, spending time. So like if you've got, okay, let's say you're a yoga teacher um, and you're based in Brisbane, you might want to look at a local hairdresser perhaps or a PT and start reaching out like and following and liking their audience as well. So it's really about finding circles around you, not necessarily within competitors, but within similar industries or like where, where your customers would go anyway. Yeah, where you share a client base. Yeah, mm-hmm. and going through their follower list and having a look and maybe contact, not contacting, but like liking those posts and making sure that you're reaching out. So I think a big part about Instagram growth is it isn't just inbound, it's out as well, yeah. like it's outreach. Um, and I think that's something people forget. They're like, oh, well, I've got my picture. I've got my hashtags. I've got, you know, everything. Like, it looks good. Like, people will come to me. And and at the moment with Instagram, well, we're specifically talking about Instagram right now, but it's a quite a saturated market. So mm. it's really important that you're spending time reaching out to other people and, yeah. you know, finding those industry partners that you can actually follow and, like, engage with and maybe even sh- cross-share some content with them. Um, it's a really good way to do it. 100%. Um, 
I think that that about covers it really. But, you know, if you have any other questions for us, do let us know. Um, If you have a social media problem, we would love to help. Send us your questions through the portal on our website and on Instagram. Thanks to Zane at That's Not Canon Productions for producing the podcast and to you for listening. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. It really helps other people find us. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.